We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. You going to the game today? You're a man about the town. I'm thinking about it. It's supposed to be a nice day. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to press box seats, of course. Of I course. Mean, I've got of the course. credentials. So. I've heard the ice cream is back. Oh, it is? Kevin Holden told me. Mm. I'll be there Sunday with him. Well, I'm trying to limit the carbs. Yeah. I did have a pretzel last night, though. They had taco night. I had uh, the heavenly roasted peanuts there. Okay. Cashews. Very good. What kind of, what's a good non-carby thing I can get at the Brewer game? I can just eat them sausage, yeah. brat. Yeah. No bun. Then I'll have to ask for a fresh one because the buns are painted on the brats. At the well, if you go in the press box, you won't. Yeah, they, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Tell Lorraine I say hi too. If you, I won't. I don't please think she do. likes me. She, yeah, tell her I say hello. Just do that, please. I'll say Tim Shea says hi. Yep. I don't say want to. Timmy. Timmy. Yep. Like that's Timmy. What, that's what she always called me. I, I don't want to. Okay, fine. Don't. I don't like saying hi on behalf of other people. Because then, then they say hi. Then I gotta, then I gotta relay it back to you. No, I'm you just, don't. I'm, I'm no. playing high tag. No, you do not have to relay back. Why don't you call her? Why don't you make the effort? I will. What would you do if I walk in <laughs> to the press box? I'd say, hey, great. I like you. Let's talk and hang out. So nice. Yeah. Brewer Mike, 414-799-1250. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going there, bud? Hey, uh, talking about front row, uh, I, I, I definitely like to be at a World Series game in the front row. That's that that's a given. Um, One of these years, Mike. In my life, who knows? I may be dead before that happens. Yeah. But uh, I was talking to your uh, uh, Mr. Shea. Is that who I? Tim Shea. Tim Shea, you know? ladies and gentlemen. Um, way back when, before you were even born, uh, we had front row for uh, WWF, and the Bushwhackers came out, and uh, both of them licked my head. They licked your head. <laughs> what year was this? Say that again. What year? Oh God! Oh, shoot! I, I I'm in my sixties. Okay, well, I was born in '84. Some of you guys think I was born like three weeks ago. I I know, I know, bud, but but they licked your head. 
Yeah, they licked my head, and uh, and then afterwards uh, we got a we got a picture with them, and I for the life of me I can't find that damn picture, and I'm so mad. Oh well, I'm you got to so make new mad. memories. You should have been front row at AEW last night. See, I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not into this new wrestling. I, I just I'm not. I, I don't I don't know why Bart. It just doesn't it doesn't excite me. The the wrestling back in the day, it was more. And it's all fake, as we know. But I mean, it was scripted. I like to say scripted, but yes. Well, right. But it was more fun, you know. You, well, there yeah, was a time they tried to. There was a time when they didn't let you believe that it was not scripted. And so when Hulk Hogan was fighting Andre the Giant, right? You thought that was real. Hey, I tell you, it sure looked real because Andre the Giant. I don't know if you ever saw that guy in person. He he was one ugly dude, and I'll tell you what. The, the the moves he made with Hogan, they they look real. That's, yeah, the that violence is real. The result scripted. That exactly. But uh, hey, uh, great show, buddy. Uh, you keep up the great work, and uh, we'll talk to you later, my friend. Hey, can I ask you something real quick, Brewer Mike? Are you okay with the team right now? A lot of people are pretty down on them today. Um, for for what for what they've they've done with the injuries, I'm okay. Um, I, I'd still like to see him get a bat. Um, I, I, I'm very upset about Lorenzo Cain. Uh, oh, yeah. I thought that was Bush. I, I, I thought it was Bush. Uh, I mean, well, they you, let you him make at ten it. years at least, right? But the thing is, Bart, you look at the guys that we've had before, and we we stuck with them: Supon, Jeffrey Hammonds, Ricky Weeks. Um, I, I think it was a bold move by the Brewers, and. That's why why I kind of think Kane might have initiated more of that than... Yeah, but don't you think... I mean, obviously Kane's getting money. So, I mean, Bart, if if, if your boss comes up to you today after the show and says, Mike... You're Mike, I'm Bart, yep. Yeah, I I know. (laughs) I'm okay. Bart, (laughs) uh, you're done uh, as of today, but we're going to pay you. I mean, don't, don't you think you'd say, hey, great, you know, all right. I got a chance to, you know, go to another station or, or just sit back and relax the rest of the year. You know, well, I don't want to go to another station, uh, but I do like the prospect of getting paid by not being at any station. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah it's 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 just that I, sounds fun. I, I'm upset. I'm upset about it. You know, because I think Kane did a lot for this organization uh, on and off the field. And if you if you remember and. Daryl Hamilton kind of got the same job. I mean, Daryl Hamilton was very good with the, the community, and when they traded him, it, it was kind of a blow. I mean, he wasn't a as big of an impact as Keane was, but uh, you know, he was a good stick out there. And I, I don't know. I as being a longtime Brewer fan, I, I'm still kind of ticked about Hamilton, and now I'm kind of ticked about Keane. Yeah, I, I I can't blame you. Fan favorite. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. All right, bud. Take care. All right, Brewer Mike, 414-799-1250. You could tweet us, 1250 AM, the fan. Tim made a good point last night on the postgame show about Kane, that if Jonathan Davis, if you're not going to play him, Johnny Davis, whatever you're calling him. Sure. You're not going to play him, why get rid of Kane? Yeah, I think Kane wanted to be done. Do you? Interesting. Well, how is that I, not the answer? I, I, I don't know. By the way, before I get into that, <laughs> your, your latest tweet is so, like, professional. Mine? Yeah. 
we tweeted. Tweet? We tweeted free Summerfest tickets. Oh, you meant the We've station. got your chance to win. Yeah. Which sport would you want a front row seat at? And that's why we're talking about this a little bit. Yeah. Tweet us Bart tickets. Then so you retweeted I, that and said, yeah. "We are still looking for your responses." Yeah. Now nah, you got to be like, "Still time to enter." Sorry. Exclamation point. Wow. You know, I'm just imparting my wisdom. Maybe tomorrow we'll start TikToking. Hell no. God, it seems like so much work. Daryl Hamilton, he was one of my favorites. I was a Greg Vaughn fan. Dude, the 92 team, I bring him up all the time. I loved Greg Vaughn. I loved Molitor. I loved Yount. I Dave, loved Franklin Stubbs. Dave Nielsen. I was big on Pat Listash, Rookie of the Year. I obviously love Jim Gantner. I love uh, Kevin Seitzer's orchestra. Teddy Hagera, he wasn't on that team, but he was always my favorite, too, my favorite pitcher growing up. Uh, no, why, Lorenzo Cain, you're right. They've played Davis, what, one game? Is he even pinch hit at all? They played him one game. Cain got his 10 years, and they've probably had communications. He knew he had to play more with injuries. Ever since the COVID year, it seems like he's been counting down the clock to him being done. And he probably just said, look, if I'm not helping the team and I'd rather be home. Now, will he sign somewhere else? I know Royals fans are trying to get him back for like a one-day contract. That's fine. But then some are saying, "Let's, we need him, actually. And then, you know, maybe he pops up with one of these Dodgers or the Mets. It's like, yeah, I might as well try to get a ring while I'm doing this. I, I don't know. I think that this was – I think it was pretty close to mutual, but I would I would lean towards it was more Kane okay. being the uh, uh, aggressor. Jay's in Germantown. What's up, Jay? How's it going? I was just responding to the uh, first row topic. First off, number one for me is basketball. Number two is football. But I would I would love to sit front row at a hockey playoff game because that way you can still interact and you still have that glass separating you from the athlete. Yeah, you pound on the glass? Oh, yeah. Well, what about if they check someone into the glass and it shatters all over you? Well, that's just kind of like the dangers of the puck back in the day. You kind of go there understanding that. It's still weird when I look at, like, old hockey video and, like, half the guys are wearing helmets, but half of them aren't. How do you play hockey and not wear a helmet? Puck, skates, sticks. It's absurd. Hockey's a good one. Thanks, Jay. Yep. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Football. We're just talking about front row where you'd like to sit. Front, front, football. If you sit on the sides, then you got to look over everybody. If somehow you don't have to look over everybody. End zone, end zone's fine, but I'd, I'd like the other view better. And then some people like sitting higher. You know, some people like sitting up top because they want to see the whole thing develop, yep. and and that's great too. You know, it, 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 it's not a bad seat really. In no, any of the to, buildings that we go to for the first time, I got to sit on the fifty yard line at Lambeau. All right, like right when you enter, my seat was right to the right, so it was. You enter through the uh, oh, through the wow. tunnel and you take a right. Oh yeah, an aisle seat. A, we had aisle seats last night. That was the best part. A aisle seat, great. B, I was literally like, like eye level. Like it was almost like I was watching it on TV with the 
Sure. With the view. Yeah. Great seats. Great seats. Yeah. The place I still want to sit at uh, American Family Field is I got to sit in right field on the in that club where you're like on the floor. Are you like in right oh, field? The um, Aurora, Aurora now. Yep. Yeah, I want to. I gotta sit down there at some point. Can't you? Can't you and Lorraine hook me up down there? Maybe. <laughs> uh, sure. Should I go say hi to Bob today? Bob Uger? No. Oh, Bob Kozlowski. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, maybe I'll go say hi to Bob. If I just walk up, will he be like, "Hey, Bart"? Or do I have to be like, "Hey, I'm Bart Winkler"? I th- maybe. I don't know. I don't know if he would recognize your face. Mm. He would. I say, hey, Tim told me to say hi. Yeah, just say that. <laughs> okay. I can go say hi to he's Bob. A bi- he's a big fan. I'm. I'm. Well, why wouldn't he be? The show is awesome. Uh, somebody responded and said, I'd want a front row seat to this show. Nobody said that. Oh, I was okay. We could put him in the other room. Oh, this is from Sheets Bullpen Coach on Twitter. The difference last night in the Brewer game was how the Stars performed. The Cardinals were down one. Goldschmidt walked and Arenado homered. Bottom nine, two on, two out, and Yelich grounds the double. Like Gary Ellerson says, it's pros versus Joes. Or grounds to the second baseman. Like Gary Ellerson says, it's pros versus Joes. If that doesn't motivate Stearns to get a bat, I don't know what will. Yelich, unfortunately, being the game's final out again last night. I don't know why. I thought he was going to get a hit last night. Well, again, the thing with Yelich is it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter how much his batting average improves or how many hits he's getting in the leadoff spot. He's always the face of these end of inning at bats, end, end of, of game, game at bats. And he just keeps finding himself as the victim of circumstance in these moments where he's the last guy and the game's over. He's the one walking to the dugout when they're Doing the handshakes and high fives. He's the one walking when the score comes up, end of the inning, and he goes to commercial break, and then you see Gruber's beautiful head of lettuce. He's always the one doing that, and that kind of adds to it as well. NBA draft tonight. We'll try to figure out what the Bucks are up to. Uh, some conflicting reports, as you would expect, about what's going to happen tonight with the first couple of picks. Obviously, where's Johnny Davis going to go? Uh, not the Brewer, the Badger. And then what are the Bucks going to do at 24 if they stay at 24? Plus, Pat Connaughton back is Bobby Portis next. So much to get into here on The Fam. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea here on The Fan. I'm very excited. My son's on his way to daycare. 
I guess he's he's refusing to eat his food until he's talking to daddy. So, can you allow me 30 seconds? Yeah, is he going to call? No. I guess he could. Oh, he's listening. You want to do that, honey? No, I can see her saying no. <laughs> hey, buddy. Daddy went to wrestling last night. I'll have to... We'll watch TV because I'm on TV. And I was talking about your boy David Gruber before. One call, that's all. One call, that's all. Have fun at daycare. He's eating his yo-yo in the car. Tell, uh, Make sure you tell Gus Gus that we're going to his party Saturday. We didn't RSVP yet. So we got, but I don't know their phone number. Tell Gus Gus we're going to his party. Tim, you want to say hi to my son? Hi, Barty Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say his name. So, hey, buddy. His name is uh, Gub Gub. I call him Gub Gub. Gub. I call him uh, T. I didn't want to interrupt you during your time with him. I call so. him uh, Little Man. All right, buddy. I got to talk. I got to work now. I got to talk about uh, Christian Yelich not being clutch and if the Brewers are going to, the Bucks are going to draft EJ Liddell or not. So I got to go. Have fun. I'll come pick. I don't know about that. Yeah, maybe I'll come pick you up. I'm going to go watch the Brewers today. I'm going to go to the baseball stadium where we're going to go in a couple weeks and there'll be a surprise for you. Okay. Got to go. Love you. All right. Let me get out the spark guy, my other son. Hey, buddy. Hey, Dad. How you doing? Um, What's up? I'm really proud of you. Thanks, man. You've you really turned into a great young man. Your mom and I were worried for a while, but. Oh, man. Well, we had that similar incident in the living room, like in seventh heaven, and you were the one that was screaming at me. Do you remember that? I do. On the joint. But um, <laughs> yeah. speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of your son. You're taking him in a few weeks. I was going to call about seats, but it dovetails with that. Are you taking him to the Brewer game in a few weeks? Have you thought about where, at least if you can get a couple innings where he'll sit there and watch where you're going to set up shop? Do you, do you know where you're going to put him? Yeah, I'm running a scam for that game. Because <laughs> I, bought, I bought seats that are high up because then there's a, there's a special package that day on July 9th, but I don't want to say it on the air in case he's listening. It's a surprise. Yeah. So we're going to get a special surprise, but we have to go up to the 400s. And then I'm going to look on StubHub and see what tickets are being sold. And I'm going to buy one and then just sneak down. Well, I'm going to buy one and screenshot to my wife, and then we're going to sneak down separately. (laughs) So we'll both be using the same ticket. Are you going to mention that to all the Brewers personnel you talked to today? Like, are you going to say hello? I think a lot of them listen, so I think a lot of them are on to me. Well, I'm going to say this. I, you know this. I took my boy to the ball game the other weekend. But then they're going to say, like, Bart, don't don't advocate for this these shenanigans. By the way, here here's some front row seats. I'll be, oh, I didn't expect this. That wasn't my master plan. <laughs> if you get the first row, you're okay with him. But, again, my, my little guy's going to be eight, and he's grown out of it a little bit. But if you get those little guys down there, they can't see anything. So unless you're in the very first row – they're just going to see the back of the head of some dude in, uh, from Greenfield or something. They're not going to see the actual game. You know, I didn't feel bad because last night at AEW, we were in the front row, and then there was a dad with his young daughter behind us. And so I felt bad that, you know, like when I would stand up, I felt I almost wanted to, like, swap with her. Yeah. 
But eventually yeah. we left. There was one, there was Rampage that they taped on Friday in which you'll see me getting uh, Ray Phoenix gets thrown into me and Paul Emig. So that's fun. That's Friday. And then there was one more match that they taped for another show, which we left for. And then the girl took our spot. We said, hey, we're leaving. You can. So that I, at least she got to sit front row for one match. But I just, I mean, they, you know, they bought second. I just, you know, I felt bad. I felt bad. Yeah, no, but I think that's where you set up shop with with your boy. I wouldn't even necessarily worry about going downstairs. Try to get toward the front upstairs. That's always the seats I look for. And then try to get on the first base side so that he can uh, – I don't know how the shade works at Miller Park, or I am fam, sorry, but I, I don't know if the sh- how the shade works there. I'm trying to think directionally when you. The first the base shade. side is the sun side, right? Yeah. Third, the third, third. No, the third base third side base is side. the sun side. There yeah. you go, first base then, because then you get a good view of the city. He'll be mesmerized by the stadium. You take him up to the fourth. No, I know. Just the fact that we're in this big place, I think, will be mesmerizing enough. I just want like one inning where he can sit as close as he did the day that. There was a game next. There's a high school game next to the park. Yeah, and we watched an play. inning of that. You can probably get that done. Do they at 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 ballpark app get the one seat like you said? But I think getting upstairs. That's the thing is they can't see anything. You always forget that. I always forget that too when we go to Bucks games. I'm always like, get upstairs. Well, there's also a little play area upstairs, and we're gonna get the little uh, collectible, and then I'm gonna get his, you know, first day ever thing. <laughs> so I do have to. I do have to. <laughs> For my son, I will wade into the treacherous terrain that is the 400 level. I do like – I'll close with saying I like the kind of the Bart trend of where it starts with excitement. You're taking your son to his first real ball game, this and that. But by the end of the description, you're kind of just falling back into indifference. I kind of sense that, you know? Like you're just kind of like, we'll get him the first whatever. So you got to keep the excitement level high, man. Oh, I'll, t- I'll turn up the Jets. I'll turn up the Dad Jets to 10 on that day. <laughs> Oh man, I'll have to use. Oh, that I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a a hog and poop heaven that day at a baseball stadium with my son. I bet you I'm crying the whole time. Tears of joy. Comparative though to AEW with uh, Paul though, that was that that sounds pretty pretty top top peak right there last night. Paul had a really good time. Paul Paul loves Paul, AEW. You didn't? I know Frank did. Frank was texting me the whole time. It sounds like it was a good show. It was a good show. No, I like wrestling. I like AEW, but, I mean, Paul would push me in front of a train if it got him lifetime AEW tickets. Are there other things he'd push you in front of a train for or just AEW? I don't know. Probably that and his kids. Probably that. that's it. Yeah. Maybe Wendy's, too. All right, I'll let you guys get back to the show. You have a good one, man. Oh, I'd push you in front of a train for some potato wedges right now. What kind of train, though? Not a moving train. Just uh, push you so you get a good view. I don't want to harm anyone. turn back around. I'm like, hey, don't push me. And that would be yeah, and then I'd share wedges with you. Yeah. There you go. All right, buddy. Spark guy. I just looked at the brewer schedule, the promotional schedule. You're going to win Father of the Year for that gift. Well, I think he's in daycare now. It's, uh, Are you sure? I don't know. Uh, don't say it. Yeah. But he's going to love you. Well, there's yeah, there's a giveaway. There's a giveaway this set. We're going to go this Saturday. And it's like a Merry Christmas Day. They're doing like a Christmas. Oh, halfway to Christmas, yeah. Yeah. That's that's for Sparky. Oh, yeah. I didn't know how big of a Christmas guy he was until yesterday. Oh, he loves Christmas. I, I'm a fan of Christmas, too. Well, I love Christmas, too. I love the I love the joy you feel around Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is in class. It's an Elmo. Okay. It's yes. an Elmo. Oh, you're going to win. Father of the Year. It's an Elmo with a Brewer jersey. Yep. 
Because he loves Elmo, as you would expect. Mm-hmm. He loves uh, Cookie Ses- Monster. Sesame Street. Sesame Street. So he's got these little Sesame Street guys. Who's his favorite? Elmo? Uh, probably. Uh, I don't know. Probably. He got a. He just got a Big Bird and a Cookie Monster. So they've kind of like stuffed animals. So they've kind of sh- shut up the tracks. But there's these little guys. We've got them all. Bert, Abby, Zoe, the new ones. Grover, Oscar. But we don't have Count. Like a little count. And you go into the store and you can buy them all again and get count. It's $23 for all of them again. They come with, with a little count. buzz. But it gets count. So I looked on eBay for just count. And people know that count's hard to find. So it's like 12 bucks for just count. Plus $9 shipping. I might as well just buy the other thing again. Yeah. These are the problems that you have as a parent that you don't Does account really for. Does he really want count? Does he know? Oh, he wants count. That we I go, don't have count. We go to uh, moving stairs. I'm sorry. We go to Target. In Bayshore with the escalator, we call it moving stairs store. And he he walks by count and he 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 knows he wants it. He knows what aisles it's in. He knows he wants count. So I'll I'll maybe let Nana do that. I she can get an eBay account figured out. 414-799-1250. I keep saying we're gonna talk draft. Should we do that maybe finally? Let's we'll do, do it. we'll do that in two minutes. And then Brian Anderson's gonna join us 9 30 an hour from now. All that coming up on the fan. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. We got a day game at the old ballpark today. It's a good day to head on down to fourth base on National. Great spot to go prior to the game. After the game. During the game. Great restaurant. You'll get your sports bar feel. And you will... uh have a really good meal as well. They got a deli case there, which you do not see really anywhere, where you just go up and and the steak's there, ready to be made. The burgers are there. The seafood's there. And you you can say, what do people like? And they'll they'll kind of show you a little bit of a menu. Or you can just you can go up to CJ and say, could you cook me that with that with that? And kind of you know pick it a la carte based on what's in the deli case that day. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. Really good meal, really good atmosphere. It's fourth base. They are uh, very tasty. You know who will be eating the food from fourth base this week is St. Louis is one of the teams that when they come, fourth base caters to the visiting team. That's nice. Yeah. So if you want to eat like a winner, because <laughs> <laughs> these visiting teams come and we're losing. Do the Brewers ever use fourth base? Uh, I think they don't ask me that if I don't know the answer is yes. I'm sure they do. Yeah. I know that the movie Major League did. I know that. I'm doing something here real quick. It's bothering me. That was a good that was a good scene. I do remember that. All of Cleveland, Cleveland in quotes, was surrounded in the bar at fourth base. So sorry. And, and, just, and nothing has changed too. I'm editing one of our commercials. Okay. Cause uh the next commercial that's scheduled is Ryan Horvat talking about BetQL. Yeah. But it's spelled R A Y N. R A Y N. Yeah, it's bothering me. So I just saved it and changed it. Look at you. There we go. Just people should know what I'm doing. <laughs> what I'm doing tonight is going to be watching the NBA draft. Very intrigued to see what happens. Is the NBA draft, where does it rank in your drafts? Do you, do you enjoy it? Do you? Well, two. It ranks two. Okay. NFL. The NFL's the best. MLB, who cares? Yeah. The MLB draft, I mean, they've, they've made it a deal now, and 
I don't think I've ever watched an MLB draft, actually. Well, what do you you don't know anything about I, these no, guys? No, you don't. Because these guys don't And then they're play. not going to play right away. Yeah. I think with the NBA draft, it's kind of like, well, where is my team? The NFL draft, it, even if the Packers draft 32, it's the NFL draft. And you watch a lot of college, and you know these guys. With the NBA draft, there's still college players, but there's going to be there's going to be a lot of guys in the first 10 picks that if you're not really invested in it, you're not going to know who they are. They're going to be kids from maybe the G, uh, what is that, the Elite Academy yeah, or Ignite yeah. uh, from overseas. You know, you'll know some of the collegiate guys, but not all of them. I mean, how much Pac-12 did we watch? How much ACC did we watch? So it's it's not as, you know, so I like the NBA draft. It's, it's going to be interesting tonight. Yeah, that was a stupid question, actually. Most of yours are, but we're, you know, they're, we're oh. getting there. Hey, what you did was you asked a question, and I then I talked about it. That was two minutes of content. It was much better than the 30 seconds of content I gave people when I told them I was updating how we spell Ryan's name in the promo. <laughs> So I, who am I to judge? You're actually providing better content than myself today. I just if, if I know, didn't sit in front if I didn't sit in front row last night at AEW, I don't know if I had anything to talk about. Yeah, you would. People were like, uh, cons- not concerned, but people people's heads popped up yesterday when Woj had a tweet in the afternoon. Detroit has traded Jeremy Grant to Portland for a 2025 first round pick via Milwaukee. Sources tell ESPN we see that tweet. And we're thinking, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Nah, it's a pick we gave up, like, years ago. So it's technically a, a pick from us, but it has nothing to do. But, yeah, so far, the big trade right now is uh, Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant is Piston. He is now a member of the Blazers. Some more details on that from Woj. Uh, we do have some breaking news, though. We have a Woj bomb with Woj. How meta. Moments ago, you reported that the Pistons have traded their leading scorer, Jeremy Grant, to the Blazers for a 2025 first-round pick. What's the significance of this trade, Woj? Yeah, this is a player Portland has coveted Jeremy Grant uh, from the Pistons. Uh, they have a $20 million trade exception they can move him into. He goes back. Uh, uh, Grant goes to Portland for a 2025 first-round pick that Portland has via Milwaukee. Some second-round picks, pick swaps. But this is important for the Blazers who want to reshape their roster around Damian Lillard. This is a player Lillard has really been high on. And for Joe Cronin, the new general manager in Portland, this is a significant move. And, you know, really, I think the first significant trade, certainly, uh, of uh, draft week and now Portland, they've got the seventh pick in Thursday night's draft and a chance to get better there. Uh, they'd like to re-sign Yusuf Nurkic, their center. So they're trying to put a team now back around Damian Lillard as he returns this, this season. But Jeremy Grant, he goes from Detroit to Portland, and you can expect Portland to be motivated to sign Grant to an extension. He's got a year left on his deal. All right, so that's the Woj news from yesterday, and why it is important is Detroit's a division rival, if anyone cares. But also Portland, some of us still have the pie-in-the-sky dream of them trading Damian Lillard to us. Uh, it seems like they are building around Damian Lillard still. They kind of stripped it down and are building back up with Dame as the centerpiece. More from Adrian Wojnarowski. He has tweeted earlier this morning, as the team boards finalized today, the 1-2-3 of the NBA draft is increasingly firm. It looks like Jabari Smith to Orlando. It looks like Chet Holmgren to OKC. And it looks like uh, Paulo Bancaro to Houston. Those are that's, the, that's how the top three has been mocked to be for weeks. It looks like it still might be that way. If you do 
like the excitement of watching the draft where they come up and say the pick is, and that's when you find out, stay off of Twitter. Woj and Shams and all these guys end up having the pick about 10 minutes before it actually happens. So if you're watching tonight and you're online, you will be spoiled because even if you try not to, unless I guess you block these guys, because it will get retweeted a million times. How will that work for you? Because you're a big Twitter guy. Will you be able to stay off? I'm trying to be less of a big Twitter guy. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I'll, Can, I'll be able to stay off Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I really only tweet now when I'm at wrestling events or when I'm like feel like uh, there's too much parking at Miller Park or if I feel like. <laughs> The the world's uh, going to hell in a handbasket, and I need you, to just remind people. It, it has been quiet. It has been. Yeah, well, I'm trying to stay out of trouble. Twitter, I've realized, can only do me more harm than good at this point. I've reached a point where I think everybody that's going to follow me for listening to the show has followed me. All I can do now is harm myself, either getting in fights with Celtic teenage fans or saying something stupid enough where Barty no speaky anymore for money because he made mistake. So that's where I've uh, come with Twitter. So these mock drafts, uh, I just mentioned the top three. The other guy we're really interested in is Johnny Davis. Still a lot of mocks have him going to Washington with the 10 pick. He'll be there tonight. Eric Name was on with the uh, big show the other day. And it's interesting. What are they going to do at 24? Because if they want to trade one of these contracts... Like, if they want to get out of Grayson Allen's contract or if they want to get out of, you know, whatever, another contract that they don't want, they're probably going to have to send a pick with that. A lot of the first-round picks we've had over the last few years, we've attached it to a contract to get rid of the contract, but we also have to get rid of a pick. But with the Bucks getting, you know, a little older, and it's not just that, you know, Giannis and Chris and Drew are another year older, even though they're not incredibly old. They've still got plenty of career left. The guys around them, you know, are, are, are a little old. The youngest guy that's like a rotation player around them is Jordan Warren. He barely plays. I guess Javon Carter is the only 25. But still, you've got Wes Matthews, George Hill. Um, well, Portis is a little younger, 26 maybe. But Brooke Lopez, it's not a very young team. You don't have a lot of youth on this team. So if that's something that you do want, and that's something they could have used in the playoffs, uh, name seems to think that, keeping the pick might be the smarter play. Eric, name of the athletic. Yeah, I mean, I think with this Bucks team, the the thing that you're always looking for is help on the wing. Uh, that's always, like, that's just the NBA. That doesn't even matter. That's not even Bucks specific. Is Everybody in the league wants more wings. And we saw it in this postseason that the Bucks didn't have enough. I don't, I think they would have been a wing short even with Chris Middleton, but especially once Chris Middleton went down, it was, oh man, we only have dudes that are between six two and six five, and then dudes that are between six ten and seven foot. We have no one there in the middle to put on the floor, uh, whether that's small ball or, or whatever else. Like they just didn't have those guys on the wing. And as far as getting wings go, um, you know, there's the cheap wings that are gonna be on the market, whether that's the trade market or free agency are guys that probably haven't been very good and, you know, might have strong pedigree and just haven't played well or, uh, you know, there's character problems or or whatever. Like, that's how you're going to get a guy in free agency or trade. To me, 
the best way to get a wing is to draft one because then you get them on a rookie contract for four years and you get a guy that can contribute in a number of different ways. He's versatile. So to me, I, I think the number 24 pick has a ton of value, especially for this team as they're trying to figure out how to stay relevant. And as we're talking about earlier, you know, keep that window open for as long as possible. So for me, if you're talking about specifically how to get a wing in the NBA when you're a contending team year over year, I don't think there's a better way to do it than taking someone with the 24th pick. And I think there's a number of wings that are all Very kind deep. of in that range. Yep. And and the Bucks could get a guy. And again, that might mean there's I think there's a bunch of guys that are very interesting that might end up getting taken before 24. Um and then I think there's, you know, a series of guys that could end up falling in you know, it might end up being a spot where you've got to quote-unquote reach for a guy, but I do think in that 20 to 40 range, there's a number of very interesting things. So for me, I think the the best value out there is selecting a wing and just letting that pick develop with you. And again, if they want to take an older guy, John Horst kind of hinted at that, that you know they're not going to be in the, the market for a project at that spot. Okay, if you want to take an older guy, fine. Then for four years, you get a guy that can play. But the big thing is organizationally, they have to believe in this. Uh, you know, we've seen the Bucks trade away a number of their first round picks and a number of their picks in recent years are trade down to get more picks to then trade those guys for rotation players. The one guy that, you know, John Horst and Mike Boonholzer went for was Dante DiVincenzo. And you could tell they all went for it because Dante DiVincenzo played as a rookie. He played the second year played in his third year and then he played again when he came back from injury this year like there was organizational belief in that dude so it has to be across the board that if you're going to select a guy at number 24 you have to commit to him you have to play him and maybe he won't work out for you in the playoffs this year maybe he'll be too young to make an impact but if he plays a thousand minutes during the regular season you're getting in those developmental reps and potentially getting a good value in years two three and four of his rookie contract and really that's what this is all about for the Bucks. So I'm starting to think they keep the pick, but then we're going to get high expectations about a guy, and then how much is he going to play? And then are we going to put too much pressure on him to be good? And you want year two, year three, year four. I just want I just want the roster to be better than it is right now. Well, considering we don't have a pick next year, correct? It's yeah. every other year that we draft. Yeah, I'd have to confirm that. They have to hit on this. Oh, they so. have to hit. If, There's no if, question. If, they if, if they use it, if they pick someone, they better hit. Let's see. What do we I, have? I'm pretty sure it's every other year that they have a pick in the. What do we have? We got a first round pick this year. We got two in the second next year. We got a second in 2024. I know these are these are just trades. I don't know, dude. I don't. We went over it a couple days ago. It was very confusing. They got a first-round pick this year that they got via trade. They don't have a second-round pick because one got traded in the Brogdon deal. And then uh, they had to forfeit one. Remember that? For the... um... 
Next year, we don't have a first-round pick because of P.J. Tucker. But we do have some second-round picks. In 2024, yeah, they need to. They need, yeah. It's a pick swap year. 2024 is pick swap where Pelicans can take the better pick. Yep. Because yeah, you can't trade first-round picks in consecutive years. If, I, if I'm reading this correct, the next time we have a first-round pick is 2028? That we can trade. Okay. We have first-round picks with the Pelicans, but it's pick swaps. Gotcha. So if we're 30 and they're six, they're yeah. going to keep it. But if, you know, we suck and they're good, they'll be like, actually, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take go take that. that pick. Which is fine. It's, I mean, I think that's a nice way to do it. It's just, it's, NBA picks are too confusing. Like, there's already a pick next year in 2022, 2023, that was a Warriors pick that went to the Pelicans, that went to the Jazz, that went to the Cavs, that went to the Pistons, that then went to the Bucks. although it may or may not transfer depending on where the Cavs and Warriors select. So it's just a, there's a lot of if-then maybes with NBA draft picks. Now, there was a bit of good news for the Bucks yesterday. Pat Connaughton was one of these guys with the player option, and he has agreed to take it. It was like $5.9 million. He's agreed to take the player option. However, uh, this may change, but eventually he's opting in and he's here. John Hollinger says one possibility. He and the Bucks are eligible to sign an extension next month, starting as high as $12 million a year, going as long for four years. So he could be opting in now. This would help with the tax rate. And then once he's eligible to sign a bigger contract later, then he signs a bigger contract. But will Pat Connaughton be a buck in 2022, 2023? The answer to that is yes. The next issue is Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis has a player option that's due within the week where he can make $4.2 million. He is going to decline that unless he does the same similar thing as Connaughton. But there's a lot of money to be made for Bobby Portis. He can make a bunch of money with the Bucks. Problem is somebody can swoop in and offer him a little bit more Here's the explanation again from Eric Name of The Athletic. I think the Bucks kind of know the situation there. They know that uh, Bobby Portis can opt out uh, of that player option and get himself a lot more money. In Milwaukee, it's four years, roughly $49 million. And I think the, the Bucks are, you know, fully capable and comfortable paying Bobby Portis to get him back. Um, I think the only fear or worry or concern would be if someone comes through and offers Bobby Portis four years, 60 million or whatever that number may be. And I'm not going to say it's it's a large concern or worry though, because with Portis, um, if you know Bobby Portis's history, he's played for some bad teams Um, and not just bad teams, but like the, the worst of the worst kind of teams in the, in the last five or so years. Uh, he knows what it looks like when it's bad other places. And I don't typically say uh, players are going to take a, are going to take a discount to stay at home or a discount to stay somewhere because they like it there. But Bobby is one of these rare situations where I think it might actually be possible that he could get a bigger number somewhere else. Because again, the bucks can only go up to four years, $49 million because of the salary cap rules um, where he could get a bigger number somewhere else. And he actually turns it down because he does like it so much here. He does like the fact that he's in a winning culture. He's put into a place to succeed. He's 
playing winning basketball. He's on a winning team. That means a lot to Bobby. And I mean, he's the mayor of Milwaukee at this point. Like, I think all of that stuff does actually matter. And with him, it's a spot where that can help the Bucks end up keeping him. Where I think sometimes with a lot of players, you know, that's stuff that it's all nice to say. Oh, yeah, this guy will take a discount to, to play here because he likes it and they're good. But in, in all reality, you know, NBA players only have so much time. Uh, they have a finite amount of time to make as much money as possible. So I just don't know that uh, – that's always a, a realistic thing, but here with Portis, I, I do think that that is something that could actually come into play. Bucks have made decisions in the past where they have put the luxury tax aspect of it over the basketball component of it, and as long as they make these moves, putting basketball first, I can understand and accept them. I, I think if they don't find a way to bring Portis back, then that's that's. I mean, they're going to get called cheap. They were getting called cheap still after PJ Tucker. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna ramp up big time now, so they got to bring Portis back. I'll be very disappointed if they do not bring Bobby Portis back. We got a little bit of breaking news here regarding the Brewers. They have signed someone to a minor league deal. Have you seen the news yet, Tim? No. Where did you? All right. This? Well, this is exciting. They've signed a pitcher to a minor league deal. Don't look. Don't not look. Okay. Okay. Don't look. Do you wait. Want, do you want wait. Me to guess? Five seconds. Are you just going to say it? No, I'm going to play some trivia with you. All right, let's go. They have signed a 33-year-old pitcher to a minor league deal. Okay. He was last with the Red Sox, I believe. I'm going to throw out four names. Okay. Three of them are fake, and one is who they signed. Did the Brewers sign to a minor league deal? Wilmer Jackson. Did they sign to a minor league deal? Marcus Walden. Did they sign to a minor league deal? Anthony Zimmerman. Did they sign to a minor league deal? Ryan Parker. Wilmer Jackson, Marcus Walden, Anthony Zimmerman, or Ryan Parker. Which one of those guys is real Anna Brewer? I have absolutely no idea. I didn't look. You didn't so look. So you cannot accuse me if I do get it right. Wilmer Jackson, Marcus Walden, Anthony Zimmerman or Ryan Parker? I'm going to go with your third choice, Anthony okay. Zimmerman. All right, is he so a brewer? When is I he give real? you a multiple choice, usually you get rid of the first one and the fourth one, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's between. You're right. Both of those guys Am are Am I right? Fake. Oh, well, okay. both of those guys are fake. Okay. So it's either Marcus Walden or Anthony Zimmerman. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with. Can I stick with my choice? You can or stick can with I, your can choice. I swap? What do you want to do? I want to stick with my choice. Anthony okay. Zimmerman. There's no consequences like either way. What do I get if I win? Uh, $5,000. All right. Let's go. So you're wrong. Darn it. The Brewers, according to MLB Trade Rumors, have signed right-hander Marcus Walden to a minor league deal. He's been assigned to AAA Nashville Sounds. Marcus Walden, 33, was a ninth-round selection of the Blue Jays back in 2007 was a journeyman before he even got to the big leagues. He was claimed off wavered by the A's, then released, joined the Atlantic League, signed a minor league deal with the Twins, followed by another with the Red Sox, where he would eventually make his major league debut. In 2021, he was in the minors for the Red Sox and the Cubs. The last team that he pitched for was the Gastonia Honey Hunters. The Gastonia Honey Hunters. 
I'm going to give you four states, and you tell me what state Gastonia Honey Hunters is Beautiful. in. Beautiful. Let's go. Because <laughs> I've got no idea. Uh, I'm looking it up here. All right. Do you have any idea where the Honey Hunters are? I, I don't know why. I if I had so to guess. Nervous. Say that. Say the name one more time. Gastonia? The Gastonia Honey Hunters of the Atlantic League. Georgia. Okay. Your choices are Georgia, North Carolina, <laughs> South Carolina, or Florida. Well, I'm taking Georgia and Florida out. Okay. So I'm going South Carolina. It would be North Carolina. Once again, you oh, got another two. one wrong. Yeah. The Gastonia Honey Hunters. All right. There you go. Uh, what was the guy's name again? Anthony Zimmerman. is. The, oh, no, that's a made-up one. Marcus Walden is the guy that they signed. And you may think to yourself, you may think, self, who cares? Who cares? Marcus Walden? Why do I need to know about that? We are in a pivotal series against the St. Louis Cardinals in which Chichi Gonzalez and Jason Alexander are both getting starts. Jason Alexander's been pretty decent. I mean, the thing is, he puts a lot of guys on base, but then they're able to keep them. I don't know. You got to think that that ends today, right? If he's putting a lot of guys on base... And still has an ERA on three. The Cardinals get to him today. And Tim was upset last night, Tim Allen, on the postgame show that these first innings are a mess. Yep. I I don't – I mean, what's what's the what's the odds today? You got Dakota Hudson against Jason Alexander. Roof's going to be open. Nice day. I, I was, he's going to do it. He's, he's going to make Tim happy. No. I'll give you my prediction right now. Cardinals eight, Brewers three. Brewers get two in the ninth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll get two in the ninth with two outs. Hero will hit a ninth inning home run. So there you go. Brewers eight. Although it's, uh, will we see Jonathan Davis today? I'm going Brewers six, Cardinals two. Oh, six two? Yep. They're going to score six runs? They're going to score six runs. The hit and Have they scored six out. runs combined yet this series? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Two, oh, nothing. yeah, yeah. They're up to, yeah. they're up to eight. Yeah. Eight runs in this series. Wow. 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 I just I think I think Tim Tim's got it right. You as well. Two and two. Two and two. Two and two. Two. Through this is the third four game series. Well, the minimum of what we wanted was a split. Yes. I really wanted to. And now one. that's the best case scenario of what we can get done. I'm Bart Winkler, that's Tim Shea, Brian Anderson, BA. Half hour from now, we'll talk more Brewers with you guys. Throughout, here on 1250 AM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.